Welcome to the Boom Boom Performance Podcast, your resource for science-based training and nutrition, data-driven coaching, and education-focused content. Before we get into this podcast, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to listen and learn with me so that you can apply what you are about to learn, take my strategies, use these tools, and finally have some serious methods to see sustainable success with your physique, your mind, and your life. This podcast was built on the foundation of applied education, and I'm excited for you to be here so you can have that experience with me. Now, without any further ado, let's get on to the show. As many of you may know, just because a lot of you guys follow me, a lot of you know that I just uh, we just had the second Impact Collective, maybe third, um, but second one that I've been a part of. So uh, my good friend, Jason Phillips, who has been a, a friend, a mentor, somebody in my life for, for a long period of time now, um, he invited me to be a part of this, and the way the relationship works is pretty simple. I show up at every single event. I speak both days. I give as much value as possible, and then I am, uh, I'm also going behind the scenes and creating some content stuff in between that the coaches can use because uh, like the way we, we kind of ran this, just, just so you guys have a background before I dive into the, the topic of today's podcast – I'm not a quote-unquote business coach. Uh, that's not what I do. I am a trainer and I'm a nutritionist and I run the best training and nutrition coaching company in the industry. <laughs> I'm biased, but uh, that's that's the mission. And I know that if I steer my way around or away from the, the one thing that we'll have issues. And it was actually really cool because me and Jason are very aligned in this idea of having your one thing and going all in on it. It's actually why he, uh, a lot of people don't know yet, but it's, I mean, it's been publicly announced, I'm not, not breaking any news here, uh, that he sold IN3. So IN3 is no longer Jason Phillips' uh, nutrition coaching company. He gave that up because he knows what his one thing is. His one thing is the business coaching. It is the all-in mastermind. It is the Impact Collective. It is Coaching Con that is coming up at the end of this year, which is going to be a massive event that I will be a part of as well. And, and his one thing is that. And in the same token, my one thing is coaching individuals on training and nutrition. Plain and simple. I work with a lot of coaches, but I also work with a lot of general population. Um, my team as a whole, we work with bodybuilders, crossfitters, bikini athletes, teachers, moms and dads, newbies, advanced lifters, coaches, nutritionists, dietitians hire us. Like we work with so many different people, but it's always on the front of training and nutrition, which obviously as you guys have listened to me talk on this podcast for fuck, we're, we're approaching 400 episodes now. There's a lot of mindset involved in that too. So it's not strictly, you know, reps and macros, so to speak. But my point with this whole, this whole spiel is that we both were going our one direction, our one way in part of me no longer doing quote unquote business coaching and him no longer doing quote unquote nutrition coaching uh, was how can we still give value um, to each other and help each other grow in our one areas and for me to step in and help on that front was the answer. So for me to come into the Impact Collective, speak this this past week, I'm going to go over today's podcast for you guys. know, I probably should have started with this is the top 10 takeaways from the Impact Collective. But uh, I spoke on Friday and Saturday, and I went over content creation, having a mission, uh, building a tribe, how to schedule and organize and outsource your content to create more free value in education. So a lot of the things that are ingrained into our business and why we do what we do. Um, and, and in between events, we're working on creating some like evergreen stuff where people can continue to absorb content from me even when they're not at the events. But in between the events with how to create content, how to structure systems, so on and so forth, um, just so I can give back and still be helping other coaches do this the right way. Because at the end of the day, 
like, yes, I have a business and, and I want people to work with me specifically in our team. But at the same time, there's, there's billions of people in the world. There's millions of people that are obese. There's, there's so many people who need better education. There's so many people falling into fad diets and, and doing the wrong programming and getting injured in the gym and, and dieting the wrong way and harming their metabolism and so on and so forth. I can't do it alone, right? We can, we can help a lot of people and I'm building a team of badasses that can help a lot of people. But to, to really touch the world, we need to influence other coaches to continue influencing people as well, which means that it's my job to step in and do this with him. So I'm a part of the Impact Collective as a, uh, not even a guest speaker, <laughs> more like a ongoing, continuous, forever speaker, because I'm always there. I'm the guest. Um, they, they called me a co-coach or a co-host. Uh, I'm going to give credit where credit's due. Jason and shout out to Michael, shout out to Trish, uh, Jason and his team uh, with with them at Jason Phillips Consulting and, and All In and I and Three and NCI and so on and so forth. Those people put on amazing. Uh, they they do they do it all. <laughs> I'm not behind the scenes. I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing the laborious work. Um, they're generous enough to call me a ghost, but at the end of the day, those people they're carrying me on their back, and I show up and I just give value. But the reason I, I started with that is just so you guys have some context. Uh, one, if you are a coach and you are interested in attending these, because I've had a lot of people reach, reach out to me after following my Instagram story over the weekend when I was speaking and say like, yo, I want to come. When's the next one? Well, the next one is June. I'm, I'm 95% sure June 18th to 21st. Don't quote me on that, but I will. Um, we'll have, we're having a meeting next week and I will be, well, this week as this airs, and I will be announcing uh, future dates soon. Uh, to see if there's any spots available for people to attend. It's going to be in Austin, Texas, so which I'm excited about. I've never been to Austin. But um, I wanted to give some context, let you guys know what I did over the weekend. I had a blast. It was unbelievable uh, to, to share the stage with Jason Ferrugia, Drew Canoli of Organifi, John Romanello, Brian DaCosta, Jason Phillips. I mean, so many great people. Chase Tuning, so many great names, and uh, myself, obviously. And it was really cool for me to be able to go up there and speak alongside them and get a really, really good uh, applause and feedback about my talk and meet some really cool people. It was, it's so fun to meet people. I brought Shannon with me. So Shannon got to meet some people. Shannon got to see me speak for the first time. It was just a really, really good experience. And there was 10 things that really stood out to me. You know, as I, whenever I'm at these events, I always take a moment to reflect. And, and it was actually pretty cool for me because in San Diego, we were in Pacific beach, we we're in mission beach, Pacific beach PB has, has a really soft spot in my heart. If there was anywhere else I'd move to and live, in this entire world, it would be Pacific Beach, San Diego. Um, and we've actually thought about it. In fact, Shannon's tried to convince me many, many times, but <laughs> we have this warehouse and, and our headquarters is here in Seattle for now. So, uh, but that would be the place that I would move to if, if I were to go somewhere. And the reason being is I've been there so many times for so many different purposes and all the purposes were very meaningful for me. I've actually been to my one of my best friends since first grade's bachelor party there. I've been there to visit family. I have been there for my first ever entrepreneurial retreat. I went there for a warrior con. I went there for, um, I actually started my business there. So I even remember like literally signing up and paying for my business LLC, my business license while I was in San Diego because I was at an event. I was motivated. I finally figured out my plan and I was like, I'm going to do this. And I, and I did it. I sat on that and didn't do shit with my business for over a year <laughs> because getting a business license and taking action on being an entrepreneur are two different things. But point being is I did that there. I've even gone to uh, parts of California. I actually went to Santa Monica and then we went to San, uh, Pacific Beach as well just for the purpose of setting 90-day outcomes. So me and my good friend Theo, 
went down there and just chilled for a few days, wrote, journaled, talked, visited some gyms, and like literally just set outcomes, held each other accountable, and then left. Like it was just a cool like little vacation together. And I always do that, right? So like the last day, I woke up early. We were flying out on a Sunday. So I woke up at like six in the morning and I walked out and, you know, the sunrise just got done. I'm, I'm walking down the beach and I'm just thinking and I'm just listening to music um, and just kind of reflecting. Right. I walked like two miles, just just nonstop. And then I sat down and journaled. And and for me, there was 10 things that really stood out. I, I turned this into a Instagram post um, and it was it was really valuable to a lot of people. And I'm going to share those 10 things today so you guys can kind of extract what I took from the weekend and extract the thoughts in my brain and, and hopefully leave with something Um and if anything, just encourage you to do what I did and just, just two things like go travel, go visit people. I'm actually, this is a big thing I'm trying to do this year more is like get people here and then go out and visit people, go to seminars, go to workshops. You know, my daughter's getting older, so I feel comfortable uh, leaving more often. And for me, it's really important to network and build relationships with other individuals in the industry. So I'm going to be getting back to that. And, and part of that is always traveling and experiencing things and then sitting down and journaling and reflecting on those things. So here are the top 10 things that I, that I took away from the Impact Collective. The first one was have meaning and purpose behind everything you do. You know, every single person that stood up there and spoke had purpose and drive and meaning. Every successful entrepreneur has meaning. Every successful bodybuilder who looks shredded on stage has a purpose, has a why, has has a some kind of Annie in the game. They have skin in the game that really ties them into the process. And that's really key. And, and I didn't put this, but I think one of the biggest things inside of having meaning and having purpose is enjoying the process. And that should be like, there should be 11 things because embracing the process and learning how to enjoy the process should by far be one of the first and like paramount things that you do. If you're constantly focused on the end result or the outcome at the end of the journey, you will never have enough time to really be present and get the most out of the present. And your outcome, your end result won't be as, as great as it could have been because of that. So having that, 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 that buy-in into the process is big. But, but the number one thing is having meaning and purpose behind what you're doing. What's your why? If you don't know why you're doing it, what, what's driving you? Maybe nothing's driving you. Maybe that's why you're not motivated. Maybe that's why you're not achieving things because you don't have a drive. Well, why don't you have a drive? Let's just dissect that. It's probably because you have no why. You haven't determined your purpose, the meaning behind what you are doing. And, and this goes in multiple directions, right? Like I can easily sit here and say, you know what? Well, like my purpose, my why is, is my wife and daughter. Like without a doubt, they, they motivate me to hustle and to work and to be healthy and to like I literally think about I need to get to bed because I need at least seven hours of sleep. Because if I don't get seven hours of sleep, I can't wake up early enough to grind my ass off for those two. And if I don't grind my ass off for those two, they don't get everything that they could, they could want. And if I don't do it starting at 5 a.m., 5.30 a.m., then I can't get done by 4, 3.30, 4 o'clock, which is when I lift. And then I can't get home by 5. And if I can't get home by 5, I can't have dinner with them. And I can't spend a few hours with my daughter before she goes to bed. Like that's my drive. So I'm like, okay, I need to go to sleep. So I can get enough rest. So I still have energy when I get home. Because the second I walk through that door, that little girl goes, ah, and just starts running. That was my version of Blakely's high-pitched scream. And she starts running around the house. She's doing circles around the kitchen island. She's running into the playroom. She's jumping on my shoulders. I'm carrying around. Like, it's just, like, literally from the second I get home until Shannon's like, dinner, I'm like, it's just, like, nonstop. Like, it's just go, go, go. 
but I got to have energy for that. And that, that's my purpose behind like getting sleep, staying healthy, staying fit so I can move and I can crawl and I can get on the ground, which I used to not be able to do because my knee, right? Like everything goes back to them. But then there's also the drive behind my education, right? Like why do I, why am I so obsessed with educating you guys? Why am I so, so obsessed with reading, training, and nutrition every day? Why do I keep getting certs? I just got certified again in uh, MNU, uh, Mac Nutrition University. It's a year-long course to be uh, just another another certification to, to certify me as a nutritionist legally. Why am I doing that? I don't need another one because I'm obsessed with education and I'm obsessed with delivering that education and paying it forward to you guys. Why is that? Well, when I first started trying to lose weight just so I could be confident in my body and feel better, I turned to free blogs. I turned to these people who are writing blogs and giving away free information so that I could essentially learn and transform my body. And guess what happened? I transformed my body. And when I transformed my body, I made a commitment. I made a pact that I was going to do the same thing for the rest of my life. I was going to start a blog. I was going to write content. I was going to record podcasts. I would do whatever I can to, to just pay it forward. It had nothing to do with money or anything. My purpose was that I tried every fucking fad diet under the sun and nothing worked. But as soon as I committed to a longer period of time, I gave myself time to educate myself and I found people who were honest and telling the truth about training and nutrition, my body changed, my mind changed, my life fucking changed. That's my meaning. That's my purpose. My purpose is to do that for other people that are insecure about their body, that don't understand how to change, that don't understand that, that your body is the key to unlock the door to happiness. Your body is the path to power because as soon as you transform your body, your mindset changes. And when your mindset changes, you show up as a different individual. And when you show up as a different individual, you are different inside of your relationships. And when you are different and better inside of your relationships, everything in your life improves. And that bleeds into your business. So the reason I say your body is fast path to power because your body changes your mind, changes yourself, changes your spirit, changes your soul, changes your relationships, changes your business. It's literally like that. It's a chain reaction. And it starts with your body. That's my purpose because I understand this. I feel this. And because of that, I can't not do it. <laughs> Every day, seven days a week, I have to do something to get better because of that. All right, I'm going to go on to number two, but my number one point here is have meaning and purpose behind every single thing you do. Number two, connection is priceless. Nothing can replace strong relationships. This applies to your family. This applies to your friends. This applies to your coworkers. This applies to making new relationships, which was the big point here. When you go to these events, there's a bunch of people you don't know, and it can be intimidating and kind of awkward. But you have to have the courage to step outside of your comfort zone and just, just talk to somebody. Just start a conversation. And when you can do that, you build relationships. There's so many people that I look up to in this industry that I can literally, like, I can think of a guy right now, I'm not going to name drop, that I texted this morning and we're just bullshitting and I'm probably going to go out and, and go to one of his events and, and literally stay in an Airbnb with him and his team. That's crazy. I'm not going to, like, again, I'm not going to name drop, but, like, I would have never, like, it's just insane. But why is that? It's because I forced myself into that relationship. I forced myself into being friends with somebody he was friends with and then somehow getting him on the podcast and then somehow getting his phone number and then somehow texting him random shit, sending him a book, sending him a journal, sending him a couple gifts. I created that relationship. And now he hits me up when he's, when he's coming in my area. Like, that's crazy. There's people that I looked up to before I was anybody and I read all their stuff and I just purposely went to their events, commented on their posts, DM'd them, thanked them, emailed them, sent them a gift. Like 
I've done this stuff for years, but it's because of these things that I'm going out of my way to build relationships that people remember who I am and people know I care and I want to build relationships with people and I don't post that shit somewhere. I don't like tag them and say, hey, look at the gift I sent this person. No, like I'm doing it because I care about that individual and I want to stay tight with them and I want to build that relationship because you can learn from other individuals. You can learn from yourself inside of those relationships and you can learn from yourself inside the act and experience of connecting with other individuals who you don't yet know. Mind blown. But that was one of the biggest takeaways for so many individuals at that room because there are so many people who didn't know each other and who were being forced to go meet and greet and go talk and go introduce themselves and talk to the speakers that they've been looking up to and shit like that. And it's like, we're all just normal fucking humans. Everybody's down to talk. Everybody's down to ch- like, and it was cool because Shannon was there. So Shannon humanizes the hell out of me because she's not in the industry. She doesn't know anybody. She's not starstruck by any of these people like I am. So I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm literally just that goofy, normal dude who's a dad, right? And that's all I am to her. So like in this environment, it was kind of weird for her, but it was so cool because, you know, people could come up and and meet me and Shannon, Shannon and I, and see that we're just normal people. And a lot of people get intimidated to co say hi, because I did, I've been intimidated to say hi to different people. I mean, shit, even to this day, like Drew Canoli was up there and I'm like, man, this is crazy. I'm sharing a panel with Drew Canoli. I've been listening to his shit for years. He's so influential. He's so powerful. He owns like a multi-million dollar company, huge supplement company, Organifi. But I just went up to him and was like, dude, that was really strong. In fact, you did a podcast on this person's podcast that really moved me. In fact, it helped me with a relationship in my life. And I was telling him everything. He was just like, fuck, dude, that's crazy. I was like, man, I would love to learn from you. See how you build your team culture. He's like, come to, this, come to the headquarters. What? That's crazy. Now I'm going to get connected and I'm going to do that. Hopefully, like I've, I haven't sent the email yet, but point being is, is that's, that's me working to build a relationship. So number two is connection is priceless. There is nothing that can replace a strong relationship and there's nothing that can replace the act of trying and attempting. And you have to try and attempt yourself. You have to put yourself in that situation. You have to force yourself into it, trying to build those relationships. Number three, methods are many. Principles are few. Methods often change. Principles never do. This is so, so unbelievably important. I've used this quote a million times, but this is simple. There's principles in life. There's principles in business. There's principles in training. There's principles in nutrition. Principles in training. Volume matters. Effort matters. Functional movement patterns, squat, press, pull, hinge, they matter. After that, there are millions of methods that you can tweak and adjust to individualize this process, to tailor this process to the individual, right? We can talk about intensification techniques like drop sets and EMOMs and EDTs and intervals. We can talk about uh, the balance between conditioning and and lifting. We can talk about the rep ranges. We can talk about uh, isolation work. We can talk about volume landmarks. We can talk about all this stuff. But those things come after the principles. If your principles aren't in place, none of that shit matters. I don't care how many drop sets or myo reps or EMOMs you do. It don't matter. Your principles are not there. Your fundamentals are not in place. Nutrition, energy in, energy out, energy balance, calories in, calories out. It's a principle. It matters. I don't care if you're on paleo, intermittent fasting, gluten-free, keto, carnivore, anything. If it's your macros, it doesn't matter. If If your energy balance isn't there, if you're the fundamental principle of calories in versus calories out isn't adding up properly, you will not get the result you want to get, period. It doesn't matter. Even even in the situations where somebody says they have a quote-unquote hormonal issue, and they're like, oh, I have a hormone issue, though. It's that it 
calories in versus calorie out doesn't apply. It's like, no, it does. It's just that the hormones create a more dysfunctional relationship with calories in versus calories out. And that's where people get confused, right? Your maintenance calories is way lower than it should be because your hormones are dysfunctional and because of your thyroid and because these things are affecting your metabolism in a negative way and it's creating this dysfunction. It doesn't mean that we remove calories in versus calories out. It's still a principle. Your methods just have to change in order to fix and create function in your hormones to work around this thing. It's a course correction. In business, what's your message? Who's your audience? Who are you speaking to? What do you do? How do you provide a result? How do you solve the problem that individuals are giving you? What's your marketing? There's principles inside that. And then within that, there's methods. Marketing is a great example. There's organic marketing. There's paid advertising. There's paid advertising on Google. There's paid ads on social media. There's, There's audio, video, picture, infographic, there's blogging, written, there's so many different types of copying and content and organic marketing that the methods are, are different, right? Everybody's methods are going to be different, but the principles never change. You need marketing. You need a powerful message. You need a tribe. You need to understand who you are talking to and, and what you're providing them with, what problem you're solving. So methods are many, principles are few. Methods often change, principles never do is number three. Super, super important. Number four, your environment dictates who you become. I think something that's really important for people to think about is not necessarily what goal you have, but who you need to become in order to achieve that goal. It starts with deciding what the goal is because without a goal, you don't have a North Star. But if you want a clear path to getting to your North Star, to getting to your goal, you actually need to understand what the individual who achieves that does so that you can shift your day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month actions in order to be aligned with that individual and eventually achieve that goal. It's really simple. What is the goal that you want to achieve? Cool. What type of person achieves that goal? What type of person sustains that goal? What type of person and what action does that person make on a daily basis to do the things required in order to get to that place? Who is that person? It's not you. Shit, the the goal I have, that person's not me. And that's okay. That's the whole point of setting goals. You're setting goals that are ahead of you. You're setting goals that are out of your current comfort zone. And the purpose behind that is simple. Because I want to get to point B and I'm sitting at point A, I need to grow and change and improve to get there, right? Which means I need to change fundamentally who I am to become something better, someone better in order to achieve that thing. And your environment dictates that. So I think this, this one is kind of twofold. Again, I probably should have put an, an extra number on this one, but I think you need to A, understand who you need to become and B, you need to change your environment in order to become that person. Because the point here is your environment dictates who, who you become. And your environment is everything from the food you eat, the places you train, how you train, the people you talk to, the people you text, the things you listen to, the, the things you read. It always baffles me when, when people, they, they absorb so much content so much content. Think about this. Billboards, radio, music, TV, marketing, things that come in your mail. Like there's literally so much content being thrown at you. And I'm not talking about this podcast and things like that. But you're not choosing content that improves who you are. Like you listen to this, you are because you're listening to this. And these are 10 valuable keys that will improve your life. However, There's a lot of people who absorb so much content and none of it is personal development. None of it is going to make them better. Like what the fuck? It's such a waste of time. Doesn't mean you can't have mindless TV. I watch 
Arrow on Netflix and shit like that with my wife every night. But up until that point, I don't watch a goddamn thing, listen to a goddamn thing, see a goddamn thing that isn't going to help me improve. If it's not something that is working on me as an individual to be a better man, a better husband, better father, better leader, better coach, better businessman, then I don't want to, I don't want to have anything to do with it, period. But my environment dictates that. I choose what I listen to. I choose what I read. I choose what I see. I choose what I watch. I choose who I hang with. I choose who I talk to. I choose everything, what I eat, how I train, when I train, where I train. I choose it all. And you can too. Number five, you never know enough and can always get better. This goes back to me saying, you know, I just finished MNU. It's a year-long course. I have no reason that I need that. I didn't get more clients because of MNU. I learned more. And more importantly, I learned a better way to approach many things because there was a lot inside of that course, which by the way, MNU, I'm just going to give them a big shout out. MNU is a phenomenal nutrition course. So if you're, if you're somebody who's really serious about nutrition coaching and you want to get certified and, and be a top level coach, go to MNU. It's a really, really good course. But there was a lot of things inside of MNU that I already knew. So why did I do it? I did it because it's a different person interpreting the data in a different way, which means that they teach it in a different way. They apply it in a different way, which teaches me a different way to apply it or teaches me a better way of interpreting it in my own way. But you can never know enough. You know, there were speakers on the stage this weekend that I've heard spoke before. I took notes on every speaker, literally. I'm, I'm, I'm a speaker in the back with a journal taking notes because you can always learn. You can always get better. There's never enough knowledge. Education is forever. Education is a diamond. It lasts forever. So it's really, really important to keep that, that white belt mentality. You always can grow, period. Number six, listen to people more often and actually hear them. My grandfather used to always say to my dad and my dad to me, you have two ears, you have one mouth. Use them proportionally. And that means listening twice as much as you, as you speak. Now, this is hard for me because I run a podcast. So part of my job is talking on a podcast for a long time, four times a week. However, I get on calls every week. I do podcast interviews every week. I call somebody in my family every week. Um, I, I ask Trav how he's doing with, with content, with media, with everything. Um, I ask my mentor about his life and, and his lessons. I'm listening to podcasts. I'm listening to audiobooks. I am listening well over twice as much as I speak. And the reason for that is I want to take in as much information as I can. I'm only going to give out the information I feel confident giving out. But the point being is you need to listen to people more often. You need to listen to advice. And most importantly, you need to truly hear them. So when you're listening to somebody and you're speaking to somebody and you're having a conversation, be present. There's nothing that makes me cringe more than listening to a podcast when somebody's interviewing another individual and I can hear the person typing. Like know that you're not on fucking mute. You're on a Zoom call or a Skype call and your keyboard makes clicking noises. But that tells me you are not engaged. You're not even listening to the person talking. I don't want to listen to your podcast. What the fuck is that? You're not even present. You're not even present with the individual who is spending their time with you on the podcast, let alone me. Fuck that. Shit, I'm sitting here right now on this podcast, and there's nothing else on except the recorder, and I'm sitting in a chair with nothing in front of me. I'm just looking out. Why? Because I'm present with the microphone. When I'm doing an interview, all other windows are closed. 
my phone is away. Shit, yesterday <laughs> I was interviewing Brad Loomis from 3DMJ. My phone was away and on Do Not Disturb. Travis got locked out of the office. He's going to laugh when he edits this. He was locked out of the office and he sat out there for like 30 minutes. Why? Because I was present. I didn't know that he locked himself out. I thought he went to get food or something. My phone wasn't available. My windows on my computer wasn't available. Nothing was on. All my notifications are off because I'm present in the interview. Nothing matters more than that person's time. Super, super important. Number seven, bringing my wife, daughter, and mother-in-law with me to enjoy the beach while I spoke was unbelievably rewarding. I think the biggest key here is, is there's twofold things in this. Involving loved ones into what you do and who you are and the goals you have creates more meaning behind what you are doing. When I was trying to lose weight, I told everybody I cared about. I told my friends. I told my family. Like, this is what I'm doing and I will achieve it. I wanted that accountability and I wanted them to know that I gave a shit about this. And if I care about something, I'm going to tell the ones I love about what I'm doing. And I'm excited about it. So bringing Shannon with me for her to see me in that environment was the coolest fucking thing. It was so rewarding because I work my ass off to do all this stuff. And for me to be on stage speaking two days in a row for the second time at these events, I'm speaking more and more now. For her to finally be able to come was just like such an impactful moment. So bringing your loved ones is important. And the other part of that is being a go-giver. Um, you know, like for there's twofold with this as well. Like I didn't travel a ton when I was really young. So I want to make sure Blakely does. I want to, I want to allow her to travel as much as she wants. And then the other part of this is, is my mother-in-law. She hasn't had a vacation in years, like fucking years. And she's so busy. She's, she's a great grandma. She's babysitting the, uh, the nieces and nephews all the time. She lives on the other side of the mountain, so we never get to see her. So I was like, yeah, you should come with us. No, I couldn't do that. Yeah, you can come. Come with us. I'll take care of everything. So she got to spend time with her other daughter who she doesn't see as much because we live on opposite sides of the mountains here in Washington. So the snow makes it really hard to travel back and forth majority of the year because the pass gets closed down and stuff. So she got to spend multiple days in sunny San Diego with her granddaughter she barely ever sees and my wife who barely, who barely gets to see her mom. It's the coolest fucking thing. Nothing like I, I love giving so much more than receiving. It's, it's insane. I was stuck in a room speaking the whole time. I didn't even get to enjoy time with them. Half, like I, I spent a little time on the beach with Blakely last day, but I was busy the whole time. But just sitting there knowing that my loved ones were having the time of their life because of what I was doing, there's nothing more rewarding than that. So I think the big lesson there is, is this was, again, this is my reflection. So that was my reflection, very specific to my, my life. But I think the point there is, is, you know, like involving loved ones into what you do and working hard so you can give more to the ones you loved. It's, nothing, nothing trumps that. Serving others is, is really what life's about. Number eight, perfect one. Give, give, give value over everything. I don't think I need to say anything on that. I just kind of doubled down on that with the one about bringing Shannon to my family. But there's nothing that you will ever regret about giving more. There's nothing you'll ever regret about delivering value and, and focusing on value and, and nothing bad ever happens. There's no failure involved in providing more value, like trying your hardest to just give more and just provide more value and pay it forward. Nothing ever fails from that. It only is success. So focus on value, focus on giving, focus on legacy. Don't focus on things like income and shit like that. It doesn't matter. Value does. Serving others does. Giving does. Be a go-giver. Number nine, decide what you want and then decide who you need to be in order to achieve it. 
So this one is kind of doubling down. I, I didn't mean to talk about this one when I was talking about uh, your environment dictates who you become. But I think this 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 is worth. I, I'm actually glad because it was funny because when I said when I said number four and I said your environment dictates who you become, I was like, oh, I should have put like working on who you need to become as well. But I guess I did. So it's going back to that and reverse engineering your goal setting. Decide what your goal is, decide what your outcome is, and then decide who is the person that actually achieves that. And what does that person do on a daily, weekly, monthly basis? How does that person act? Where does that person stay? Who does that person talk to? Who does that person surround themselves with? And then become that person for yourself. And the last one, number 10, very, very simple. Stop doing shit you don't love. Everybody who got on stage has said, literally said, I've tried this, I've done this, I thought I was supposed to do this, I followed this person's steps. None of that shit made me happy. Even the people that said, I made a ton of money doing XYZ and I gave it all up because it didn't make me happy. Even, I even had a story about that. Do what makes you happy. This makes me happy. Training and nutrition makes me happy. Being a meathead, being an intelligent meathead is like, it's my favorite thing. Nothing makes me happier. So I'm going to do that and I'm only going to do that. And I think the big takeaway for you there is simple. Look at your life. Look at your job. Look at your career. Look at your environment. Look at everything. If any of it doesn't make you happy, don't tolerate it. There's no reason to. We literally get one life. It sounds cheesy to say YOLO, but it's so fucking true. You have one life and there's no reason why you shouldn't enjoy it. So anything you don't love, anything that makes you cringe, anything that doesn't make you happy, let go of it. Before I let you go, I just want to say thanks. I seriously appreciate you spending this last hour or so with me, educating yourself to get better results. It still humbles me to this day that people around the world literally have me in their headphones or their speakers just to learn. It's so empowering and because of that, I have three quick things for you. The first one is a personal favor. Please leave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. When you do this, not only does it help me learn and get better at making podcasts for you to get better results, but it helps us grow inside of iTunes, which allows us to invest more, again, to get you better results. The second thing, head over to boomboomformance.com slash sign dash up or click the link in the show notes to get your free copy of the Nutrition Hierarchy. This is everything you need to know about nutrition to change your body composition or performance inside of a manual. I take the leading evidence inside of research and all the principles, methods, and tools based on some of the top professionals in the industry, and I put them all in a book so you can learn more about your nutrition and get better results. The third thing, this is a personal invitation to shoot me a DM on Instagram or email me at cody at boomboomperformance.com. I will help you troubleshoot anything you need. This is literally an invitation to jump in my inbox and ask me anything you want and let me help you. All right, guys, that's all I got for you this time. I appreciate you being here and I'll see you next time.